hello everybody is this, is this thing on do people do people still remember who we are um welcome back to the rip to our podcast um i know this is the first episode that we've recorded since i believe september um but it has been a very very few months busy months for us um but we are starting to settle down a little bit and getting back into the routine of recording so we can give you a great off off season of horror um but we did have a little little get together during the last couple of months which we'll probably talk about in this episode but as you can tell by the title we are here to talk about our HHN wrap-up episode and our official rankings and what we thought of this year's event but I can't do that alone I need the other RIP to our guides so Ash how are you sir? Doing good Gary thanks for asking this feel it's so funny when you say we haven't recorded since September because even in September there were some episodes towards the end where I did not feature so it feels like forever for me from recording but yeah oh definitely definitely so how, how you been are you good good you know back in a routine now back to work um kind of winding down for christmas and then we'll get to the u- new year and it'll be a uh, speculation season all over again definitely i mean we've already got an announcement but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit uh-huh. um luke how are you sir i'm doing good how are you gary I, I'm, I'm good i'm good thank you, you hear I'm it? good it was nice of you to ask because uh Ash never, Ash never asks how I'm feeling. Yeah, sorry. I know. Sorry, so buddy. rude. <laughs> Excuse me. Gosh. I'm sorry for my voice. My voice is very, like, groggy today, but, you know. Everybody needs to go give Luke a hug because he's broke his wrist. We need I some, did. He um, needs a lot of hugs right now. Yeah. Just not too hard. Don't hurt my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we have the old man, Tim. How are you? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hi, how's it going, Gary? I'm good. I'm good. So now it's just Ash. This is the only one who never, never asked who I am. Brilliant. Yes, he does. Ne- <laughs> just kidding. Next episode. Next episode. I promise. Next episode. In the, in the next six months. There. Um, should we dive into it, guys? Should we just should let's we just it. go for it? I'm, yeah, let's do let's it. Go. Wow, so enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So the way I thought we could do it is we could talk about obviously where we ranked everything but also where it was on your hype list as well to see if it's changed yeah sound like a plan sure awesome. sounds so, like a plan so ash what did you have at number five and this is gonna be scare zones right yep all right so my number five was um horrors of halloween uh in the you know the entrance the plaza of the stars area um, I found myself a lot of the times just not even bothering walking through it. I en- ended up walking around the sidewalk, you know, where Minions is, so just, just to kind of avoid it because it was just so yep. busy um, in there. So I think that zone is just getting so redundant to me now because it's just it's such a such a narrow walkway with so much going on. I'd, if they just did it as, you know, have the trusses up where it says Halloween Horror Nights in neon and then maybe just have some signs up and things like that, that I'm okay with that. Um you know, because I don't spend too much time in there anyway. Like I said, I, I spent the probably the majority of the sea just avoiding it and walking around it. So that's just it's probably why it's my number five. Just didn't really spend too much time in it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Luke, what what do you have to have at number five? Yeah, I'm with Ash on that same one. It was very packed this year. I feel like if they kind of went along the um, more lines of what they did for 30 years, it feels like with the stages, I feel like they could have gotten a lot more into that with a lot more space without I don't know, because they put those pieces in the middle. And like the dead center 
of that with the arches so it, it did feel tight in there a lot with a lot of people and scare actors but it was still a lot of fun i yeah. love the pumpkin lord at the front that was like the best part i think so i can agree where did you have it on your hype list oh yes yeah. so the hype list had it at number five <laughs> so it didn't it didn't improve Luke, yeah did you have it number five as well mine was at number three wow so it was actually dropped yeah mine did drop interesting tim what do you have at number five I too also have Horrors of Halloween at number five. And was it at five on your hype list? Uh, you no, know, it was at number three, same really? as Luke. Uh, I agree. I just, I didn't find myself going through this area at all. It was also very, very dark yep. going through it. Like you couldn't, you couldn't really see anything. Like I love the pumpkins and stuff and the pumpkin lord up in front, but I feel like there should have been more pumpkins or a little bit more light just to see some stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, it was just very, very dark. I mean, I know Halloween's dark, but it just, it was like, very dark like you couldn't even see yeah i mean i also had it at number five uh on the official ranking i did have it at um number four on my hype list but i do agree with what you said there tim it was very dark and you know me as a photographer i found this the holy yen fact which i'll touch at later on it, it, was, it was so hard to take photos i thought this year um going by how dark the whole event was but this this zone is <sighs> No matter what they put there, they always struggle because of how um, busy that area is. And with having those, you know, the whole trust thing up was quite, it takes up quite a bit of space as well for like the ground supports. But also, um, as much as the pumpkin load was cool, did you not feel it was just out of place? It was just like put there at the side. I just thought it was a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit. Um, right in front of that store too. too yeah and again that it would have been so much better if it was an actor with a mic instead of just a preset recordings because once he had seen it once it's not something you would you would stand and watch again because he's just saying the same things over and over i did like the addition of the fire though that i thought that was really cool um but it just caused a huge bottleneck trying to get out of the park later on at night Yep. Oh my gosh, yeah, and getting in too, if you were there with like a big crowd, we always got caught up. Yeah. Somehow just trying to squeeze through some sort of crowd. Yeah, so I feel they could have, maybe put, oh, sorry. sorry, I was just going to say, maybe they could have, I don't know, put like a little gantry up walkway on the truss, and you might have been better across there, I don't know, I just yeah. thought that would have been cool to walk underneath them, yep. and them having, you know, shouting things at us, that would have been a lot better <laughs> in my opinion anyway. Farting on us? You don't like that? Farts. <laughs> right then, so Ash, number four. All right, number four was the same as actually my hype before as well. It's um, Conjure the Dark. Um, now, this really is a victim of the location, really, because the actual set designs, the costuming was very, very good. I like the fact that they did a show. You know, the sorcerer would kind of like dance on the stage and then she'd do like a ritual and then the scare acts would come out the doors. Etc. So it was pretty good how they did like a part of it being a stage show. Again, for me, just a victim of how busy that area is. Similar to what I said for Horrors of Halloween, I found myself walking around it. You know where Fast and the Furious like showroom is, just kind of, just to kind of avoid it a lot of the times. But for what it was, I liked the show. I liked the costuming and sets. Um, but yeah, just in terms of my actual enjoyment of it, couldn't really enjoy it too much because it was just so busy often. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. Luke, what about you? 
So mine was at four for the hype and it stays at four. Conjure the dark as well. But I also, these next four, I loved all equally. I think this one was just fun. I, 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 um, found myself hanging out in this one a lot. The music was good. The scare actors were good. Like Ash was saying, the costumes were killer. I loved the costumes in this one. The zone was a little tight sometimes, but sometimes I would just be able to find a nice little corner and hang out, listen yeah. to the music and watch the scares. And you know, it's right next to Shea Alcatraz. So win-win. Definitely, we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that Shialcatraz area in a little bit, because <laughs> that was a, definitely a highlight of this year's oh, event. Yeah. So, Tim, what have you got at number four? Yes. I also have Conjure the Dark at number four, and it was at my number five on, my, on the hype list. Uh, I'm with Ash on this. I think this is just a victim of bottlenecking location. Uh, unfortunately, it got too packed in there, but it really did have good set design. I enjoyed the show. So, just, it's all about location sometimes, that's all Definitely. true. I, I agree, um, I did have that on my hype at number 5, and it did jump up to number 4 for me. Um, personally, I think anything that has a show needs to be in either New York or Hollywood, just purely down to space. And I found the zone to be very inconsistent, scare actor-wise. Some nights you would go and they would, you would only notice a couple of scare actors, and then you would go the next night and it would just be packed. Um, you know, when they do the show and she gathers, the, the witch gathered them all at the, the stage at the end. Some nights you would go up, I would say loads of actors and other times there wouldn't be. Um, and again, like, being a bottleneck, it just does take some of the enjoyment away because you feel like you can't stand and watch because you feel like you're in the way sort of thing. Hence why, like, I think, you know, zones like that need to be in a bigger area. And I did like the special effects. The music was cool. Um, and I loved the little jump scares inside of the... What are they with the little stone, like, nukes with the little yeah. trigger pedals? I thought they were really cool because people were, you know, getting quite a good few jump scares out of there as well. It was fun to watch. On a bigger scale would look good as well. Like you said, bigger area, like a New York or a Hollywood, that look, probably would have worked a little bit better there. Yeah, definitely. So, Ash, what did you get at number three? All right, number three, which was number two on my hype list. So, number three is Sweet Revenge. Um... Similar to why I had it a little bit higher on my hype list. I mean, the sets were great. There was a ton of scare actors in here. I love the mini shows there. Um, but the other two, I really enjoyed it. It's just the other two, I did enjoy a little bit more than this one. One thing that drove me mad in this scare zone, can you remember that like, the audio triggered the screaming? Um, yeah. And it, and it happened every, it felt like every five minutes. And you're looking around, and I'm like, what context is this screaming? Like, you don't, you know what I mean? And <laughs> That just drove me insane, that scream, because it was so loud and it was so shrill. Um, but that's the only fault, really. I, I just, I did enjoy it. I just enjoyed the two that I have ahead of it, just a little bit more. Yeah, it's fair. Yep. So Luke, what did you have at three? Yep, I have Undead Rest. Um, on my hype wow. list, it was, I think it was actually at number five for wow. Graveyard. Number three. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I really, again, I, I, I liked it. It was a good good zone i think my favorite part was the uh, gargoyle the gargoyles the um what was it death and sleep or something do you guys yeah. remember i think that's what their names were but they were really cool it was just a fun zone a very open very big and nice to walk around always a cool breeze too the theme was there i loved it it was very very cool atmosphere in that zone definitely definitely so tim take us number three uh 
this is disappointing to say this, but number three was Scarecrow. This is probably my most disappointing zone <laughs> since it was my number one hyped. Yep. Um, I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't hit for me. I think there is a lot of good scares in there. Um, I just and I and I still to this day don't think I could put my finger on exactly what was wrong, but something just didn't feel right walking through there. And granted, it's also it got crazy busy in there as well, so that didn't help. And also, uh, ops were pushing you through yeah. there every single night nobody would let you stop for two seconds to take a picture or look at it so maybe that was a big reason on why i didn't enjoy that zone because i was getting pushed out of it every single time so i'm exactly the same unfortunately as you i three. had it at number one it landed at number three and again i was really disappointed because i felt that zone could have been so much more than it was and i hate to be negative because i did you know what we do we do go out and enjoy everything but I was a bit disappointed because, like you say, Tim, I was walking around it every single night and you couldn't even walk slow because, again, the ops were just shouting. It was as if you were inside of a house and they just wanted you to get through because of how busy it was. So I think maybe they've tried to go too big in that small area. Sometimes less is more. And I think that barn took up too much space to the point where it did cause a bottleneck in Central Park. Because the last few years, Central Park have, have been really solid zones. And I've never, you know, felt rushed through Central Park. I've never been told that I need to keep moving. Um, so I just think that they've, they've put too much in that zone to the point where you can't hang out. I mean, I remember, for example, Tim, me and you hanging out in Trick or Treat for over an hour. And there was plenty of space for people oh, yeah. to, to walk on and, and move. And Yeah, we were waiting for... we were. Waiting for that pumpkin to go. <laughs> yeah. um, but again, there was plenty of space. There was never you were never shoulder to shoulder with people, and it just felt too crazy. And because of the amount of people and how dark this year's event was, you couldn't see the scare actors. It was so hard to see in that zone because yeah, you were and just, a lot of fog too. Yeah, and you were just shoehorned through, and I just it really disappointed me because everyone knows I love Scarecrow the house, and it was just, the house was a perfect house. I just felt let down by this one. Uh, that's where I'll agree with you because I feel like maybe I was basing it on the house too much and maybe I shouldn't have because that house was perfection for both of us. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I just, I, I feel if, I feel that zone would have been totally different if they'd scrapped the barn and just had smaller props. I think, I think they would have nailed that zone. Um, that's just my opinion anyway. <laughs> So Ash, yeah, who cares about Gary's opinion? Exactly. <laughs> Ash, what we got at number two? All right, number two, which was my number one hyped before the event is what we just talked about. Um, our beloved Central Park, Scarecrow Curse Soil. Um, just kind of listen to you guys go over it then. Um, maybe I've been catfished a little bit by this because I just love the Central <laughs> Park area so much. Uh, I think I've been a little bit more biased here because I love it so much, but yeah, I, I did read something or did I hear something prior to the event that this would work as like a house, this zone where ops will move yeah. you through. I, I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to be as, you couldn't even take a minute, you know, they were, were kind of shushing you, moving you along pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I just love the costuming. I did love the sets in there as well. The fog sometimes was a little bit too much, but when they got that fog just right, 
the scares were there as well. Yeah, I love the house originally. Uh, I did really enjoy this zone for what I could enjoy for while I was being rushed through. Um, but yeah, maybe I've been a little bit, like I said, catfished a little bit just because I love that zone so much. It's a little bit higher, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but I think you and Tim, just because you love the house so much, I think it, like you mentioned, if that wasn't a house originally, you may have enjoyed it a little bit more, but yeah, number two. Awesome. Awesome. So Luke, what you got at number two? Yeah, I'm right there with Ash, I think. Do we have the same same list, Ash? Same scare zone type <laughs> or ranking? It seems like it. Um, I agree with you though. Like, yeah, the fog was a lot. I think that was like the biggest part that I noticed going through that zone for me was just sometimes I would I I'm I'd be sure I'd walk into somebody because it was a very tight zone and having that much fog, I'm like, this is not good for a half blind person, but you know. It did bring some good scares. I think a lot of the scares were killer in this zone. The the guy by the scare or by the corn stalk by the front of the maze. I don't know if you guys ever watched him over by the uh, oh yeah uh, freestyle machines. He would just destroy people, and it was very fun zone and uh, just to hang out. And then again on the guy on the other side in the outhouse, he would also wreck people. And it was a nice if you found a good spot, you could just watch. And that's what I did. Hung out for a little bit, but. I love this zone. It was number one for me, but it dropped down to number two. So there is that. Maybe we should have uh, hung with Luke more if he's finding spots where you're allowed to stand still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I never, I, like, it's interesting. I never saw any ops rushing people through when I went through the zone, at least. I don't know if I just went on lower crowd nights, but I never saw anybody getting rushed through. Just I think there was, like, one night where I didn't get rushed through. Um, oh, every dang. single time, it was just... Yeah, that's not fun. Nah. So, Tim. Yes. Take us to number two. Number two. Sweet Revenge. Number two on my hype list. Number two, final ranking. I don't know. I just enjoyed this zone. It was nice, wide open. Uh, I love the touch of the floats. I mean, I thought that was something really, really special this year. Like, there are actual, what, three, <laughs> like, uh, regular-sized floats that you would see in, like, a in the parade there at Universal. I don't know. It was just super yeah. awesome. Uh, character character interaction to me was pretty pretty fantastic in this zone as well. Um, I don't know. I just, I love the feel of it overall. Yeah. It was a fun zone. I did so. rank it at number two. Um, it was at number two on the hype list. Um, the only issue with I had with this zone again and I had with the general, you know, event was the, the lighting. I thought it was really dark. Um, the parade floats were amazing, though. The, the attention to detail on them was so good. Did get a few good interactions with the scare actors, but I always feel like New York is such a hard zone because it's so big. Sometimes, I found it especially with Zombieland as well, couldn't tell who was an actor and who was just a guest until you yep. got like mega close. Um, so I just felt like, like the lighting let that zone down a little bit, but that was my number two. Cool. So Ash, number one, the final one, what was your favourite Scare Zone of the Year? Yep, my number one, and which did actually win Scare Zone of the Year, uh, is um, Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. I think I'll let you boys kind of take over um, in terms of this one, but yeah, uh, props, scare actors, costuming, plenty of interactions. Um, yeah, I, I just love, I just love this zone. And I didn't feel rushed. 
I didn't feel overly, you know, claustrophobic in there or anything. I thought you had plenty of room with still seeing a lot of things going on. So clear, clear winner for me, this one. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to pass it over. So Luke, what about you? Oh boy. So my number one was Sweet's Revenge, which was number two, I think on my hype list. Okay. Uh, I just loved the vibe in this zone. Like you guys were saying, the sometimes the uh, scare actors did not look like scare actors, which always caught me off guard because they got me a few times in that zone just by doing that. And then my favorite part of the entire event, I could have spent the entire event here, was that food court street they had, kind of like on the brick road, you know what I'm talking about, in front of Mummy? Oh yeah, outside of oh, yeah. New York. There's- I just loved it. It just felt like a nice Halloween street party. I just You would just get food and go sit on the stairs or something and just, the music was awesome. I loved the vintage Halloween vibe. The floats were cool. This was, I could have just spent the entire year in this zone. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. So Tim, I think that leaves me and you with the same number one. I'll let you, I'll sure let you take it away. Yeah, Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. Did you like how Ash was just like, you know, kind of slyly like backhanded, like all of us was like, you know, because it was on number one on my hype list in one house of the year, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Did you like that? That's what Ash does. That's what Ash does. He likes to, he likes to think that, you know, he knows that he's right all the time. Isn't that right, Ash? Well, I mean... Nice. <laughs> well. All right, you're done. Goodbye. <laughs> now, this, this zone was so cool. Um, I had this at number four on my hype list. Wow. So this really jumped. Wow. Yeah. Um, I loved the way it looked. The scare actors were awesome. Um, those gargoyles, I could have just stayed and watched them all night. They were so fantastic. I love the way, like, they just kind of interacted and, you know, spread their wings out. I love the way they looked. They had some light-up scare actors in there, too, with, like, their faces and and, and stuff. Uh, Just, I don't want to say it, but very haunted (laughs) mansion-esque characters, if you will. Definitely. it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I think when we talked about this in the hype episode, I think we talked about, you know, hopefully this isn't like zombies and stuff like that and totally wasn't. So, uh, yeah, I found myself in this zone every night, whereas I did not find myself in some of the other zones any of the nights, <laughs> but I always had to come to, um, to graveyard just to check it out. Yeah, so. I was, I was the same and I, I absolutely loved the statue lady, um, she was just perfection. Oh yeah, she was she good. She wrecked so many people. I just stood one night with my camera on record and just watched her lit light so many people up by uh because <laughs> like she just stayed so perfectly still and the makeup was really well done to where she looked like a statue. And I remember the first night I'm looking, I'm thinking, I just scare actor, is that is that a prop? <laughs> um and it turned out to be a scare actor, and I just thought that is absolutely brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Um, and again, that, in that zone, the, the the prop to space ratio was perfect. You didn't feel like you were shoulder to shoulder to people. There was enough props for scare actors to hide. There was enough space for people to walk past. Um, I just think anything that they put in Hollywood is, is normally a good time because uh, that area, it's just the right area for a good scare zone. So yeah, that, that had to be my number one. Yep, good pick. Right, now we're going to get into, what, what, does it, what does it you say, Tim? The meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and the potatoes. Meat and this, potatoes. Is, this is the, 
meat and potatoes. This is the this is what we're here for, right? We came for houses this year. Not that we don't hang out in scare zones and watch shows and stuff and eat food and all that kind of stuff, but we're there for this houses. Is where fall out. <laughs> oh, there's there's going to be fighting. I think. Oh, 100%. Is so we, so we'll do the same, guys. We'll do it where um, you know we'll start from ten down to one, and where it was in your rank list, and if you could let us know where it was in your hype list as well. So I'm going to pass it over to Ash first. All right. So my number ten, which was also ten on the hype list, uh, was Spirits of the Coven. Um, I just I just didn't take to this maze at all. Uh, it's not because I hate women. Um, it's just because um, I just it just didn't. I, I don't know. It just wasn't high, high anyway, so I wasn't going in there expecting much. I felt like the story didn't really do much for me either. Uh, and the, the maze was very, very long too. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but um, yeah, Spirits of the Coven. I think this could have been number nine um, because my number nine could have been number 10. But the fact that the number nine had something kind of last minute is probably why this dropped down to the bottom. But yeah, Spirits of the Coven for me, number 10. Awesome. So Luke, what you got at number 10? Yeah, unfortunately, Spirits of the Coven, which is actually on uh, six on my hype list, so it did drop quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it was... I liked the vibe in there. It was really <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> but I felt like... It, I remember the first time I walked through it, I was just kind of like, is this, this... This is going on really long without a single scare that I've gotten. I was kind of walking around like, hmm, interesting. And then someone would pop up out of nowhere. You'd be like, oh, okay, there's one actor in the past that's five right. minutes. But I think that's what really kind of took, took it away. Was yep. just, it was just, it always felt empty. But number 10. Yeah. So, fair. so, Tim? Uh-huh. Yes, it is Spirits of the Coven at 10. I had this, I had this on my hype list very high at 3. <laughs> What a very disappointing house. <laughs> Nothing against scare actors. Scare actors are always doing it. Going through this house the first time and through the first weekend and going through it towards the end of the event, it definitely changed. They made some changes which were good, but not good enough to make it above number 10, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Walking through the, fir walking through the first half of the house, I was like, okay. Then the second half of the house happened. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, what is going on? <laughs> There's nobody in the house. Like, there were many times, many nights where I was like, and I hate to say it, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah, but that's like it? an office so long, Tim, I agree. <laughs> like, I, like I, and, I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. No. Like, scare actors, I promise you, it had nothing to do with you. It's just, I don't think I liked the story. I don't know what they were trying to do, especially that first night or the first weekend. And they did, like I said, they did make changes, which, you know, it, it helped, but, and I'm in agreement with Ash, my number nine house could have been my number 10 house, but the number nine house has a lot of Easter eggs that bumped it up to yeah. a notch. So, but we'll get to that. Uh -oh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Spirits of the Coven, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the same number 10 Spirits of the Coven, and I added it number two on my hype list. Um, wow. Again, nothing against the scare actors because the scare actors in there were working their backsides off um, really, really well. But the f the first half of the house was good. The theming was brilliant. You know, the probation era, the whole thing was cool. 
Um, but the second half, it was like a totally different house. I just was like, wow. Um, yeah. It did have a couple oh. of special effects in, which, which weren't scare related. I did like the, um, what's it, the, on the train tracks, the, the barrow thing that was yep. moving. I thought that was quite a cool effect. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a scare or anything, but it, it did add to the house. Um, and it, the only thing I didn't like was the flashing lights at the end, which I felt was very repetitive this year. The weekend had it, um, Hellblock had it, and was it Spirits of the Coven all had that same scene at the end with the flashing yeah. lights. Um, again, I thought that was a little bit repetitive, and uh, again, like quite disappointed because again, I did have it ranked at number two on my hype list. Yep. Okay, Ash, number nine. All right, number nine, um, Hellblock Horror. Um, we all know now that was obviously a late, late replacement. Um, so this is why it was a little bit higher. Uh, unlike Tim said, there's plenty, plenty of Easter eggs in this as well. I know we had Red Aliens from Invasion. You know, we had the Mouth Brooder from Depths of Fear. You know, Old Smokey was in there as well. Um, the Swamp Yeti from Slaughter Cinema. So plenty of, plenty Yay. kind of throwbacks. <laughs> so plenty of throwbacks to different um, mazes of the past. Um, yeah, there was there was one part actually which was um, strobe, which you could not see a thing going on. Uh, there was just no scare actors there. It would have been good if they had some scare actors uh, when the strobes are going on. That really could have got a lot of people. But it was just really, you know, it was just jail cells, and there was scares to your left, scares to your right. Nothing really executed other than that because it was obviously a late replacement, I assume. Um, but yeah, it just it just crept up to number nine just because of it being a late replacement over the other one, which. Um, was there the whole time so yep how about car awesome luke number nine number nine i got some people are gonna be mad at me for this i got blumhouse i wow. still have been slacking on my movie watching I i'm sorry what did you just I, say I, for number i still nine? haven't seen the movies i know i'm so i this, i know people are gonna get mad but um <laughs> I, it was fun i did get some good scares but i never went out of the house you know Whoa, you know, that, yeah, that's all I got. That's wow. fair. That's fair. Wow. <laughs> okay. It, well, where did and it was at number 10. Right. For oh, so it's, my so, hype, so it's so. jumped. It's jumped. Yeah. Maybe I probably should have watched the movies. That's on me, but <laughs> we all have opinions, right? <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> it's like assholes, bro. Everyone's got one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Tim, what do you have at number nine? I have Hellblock Horror, number nine, which was also number nine on my hype list. So it stayed right where it was. So the most impressive part about this, and I, we would not have known this unless we did the um, Unmasking the Horror Tour, is that they put this house together in what, three weeks? Isn't that what yep, they said? Three weeks. From start to Three finish. weeks. Correct. From when the original property dropped out that, you know, nobody knows what it was, but we all know what it was. So... <laughs> I love how even so that's said that as well. <laughs> I know. So that to me, that is just so impressive that they were able to put this house together in three weeks. The biggest reason why this is at number nine and not number ten is because of the Easter eggs. Just like Ash touched on it, you know, talking about some of the you know characters and characters from you know different zones and houses and stuff that were in there uh, is what made it, I think, fun and 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 more impressive in that three week span that they were able to put this together so definitely so this is uh this is where i pull a luke and uh my number nine was chupacabra 
Both. Wow. Um, there was also number nine on my ranking. The sets were awesome. I just yep. never got a good scare going through this house. Um, I ran this house a total of four times. And I think throughout the four times, it was like logistics issues. Right. One time I was literally in the same spot for at least five minutes. And it was when we first entered the house and the, the, the characters waving the book at you, a sort of warn you type thing. So I had to awkwardly stand in front of the scare actor for about five minutes with her repeating the same action. <laughs> with, with, it, it got that awkward. I turned and faced the wall. Um, there's <laughs> it it only so long you can stare, stare a scare actor in the eye while they're having to repeat the same thing. Um, but again, you know, it wasn't a bad house. I did appreciate all the scare actors. I thought the sets were awesome. The huge set where you were in like the Mexican courtyard where it was made to feel you were outside with the motorbikes and bikes and stuff and tables. I thought that was really cool. I thought the puppets were cool. Um, I loved the sort of, was it a fireworks smell? Um, throughout the house, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, something has to come in ninth place, and it was Chupacabra. A surprising one. Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. Right, Ash, what you got at number eight? All right, so just, uh, I know I didn't, Hellbuck Horror last time I went over it, it was my number nine. Actually, 10, 9, 8, 7, and 6 are actually in the, the same order as my height, but 8 was um, Bugs Eaten Alive. Um, I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy the walk to get there. Um, but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the maze for what it was. Um, I felt it was like in the middle of being a serious and a comedic house. I feel like they needed to lean towards one or the other um, to make it work a little bit more for me because I felt like it was right in the middle. Um, some of the monster designs were hit and miss as well. Uh, for me, there was one scare actor who had like boils all over his face. That was really, really good. Um, but yeah, I mean... I, I don't like bugs anyway. I was expecting to have this higher just because it, it would creep me out a little bit more, but not not really. It, it, it was it, it was just okay for me. Um, so yeah, just slightly nicer there, number eight. Okay. Luke, what about you? Number eight. Number eight, I have Chupacabra. <gasps> kind of what you were saying. Uh, I don't know. Like I, It was a ton of fun. The sets were awesome. Um, I love the puppets, but yeah, the scares just kind of weren't there and i'll think it was very it was always just a mild run through every time i went through you know yeah not I too agree spicy not too bland just a little bit of yeah it was a little a bit of something it was fun it wasn't it wasn't yeah. bad it was fun it's just there was get, better yeah. houses. i'm not seeing any houses bad just there was better houses than exactly that's where it's ranked yeah. basically so yeah where did you have that on your hype list um i think that was pretty high up there it was number five I was going to say, I do remember you having that. You were quite excited when, once this was announced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, the first time I went through it, it was a ton of fun. But then the more I went through it, the more I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Tim, what you got at number eight? I think me and Ash might have the same list. <laughs> Bugs eating alive. <laughs> at number seven. Um, mean number eight? This place was an operational nightmare. No. The walk back there, like even, and I mean, even for express. So we had express and there were nights where it was just way back. Things got better as the event went along, but I really don't like the way they, they set this up now to the house, to the house itself. It was okay. 
Um, I'm with I'm with Ash with the whole comedic scary part. It's like they didn't know what which they wanted to yeah. do. Um, I think maybe it ended up being more to the comedic side, where I think they wanted it to be more to the scary side. Yep. So, uh, you know, especially after you know hearing all these oh people walked out middle of the house because they were so scared, and I'm like, okay, come on, yes. please stop. <laughs> um, you know. It had some good moments, had some really bad moments, but you know, overall, it jumped from number ten on my hype list to number eight. So it definitely it jumped up there for me. So it wasn't terrible. It was still you know a good house. Okay, I guess I don't know. So I, I also had this ranked at number eight. Um, agree with all of your comments, and uh, Luke and, and Tim, you you will probably uh, attest to this as well. I enjoyed going through that house a lot more on the Unmask and the Horror Tour. Because of how much detail was in the house. Oh my gosh, yeah. I totally agree. Well, totally agree. through the house, there was too many strobes and too much fog to appreciate all the details yeah. that our tour guide was pointing out. Um, and it was really awesome. And, and, and some of the stuff really does go amiss inside of the uh, houses once, once you go through, through normal ops. Um, I thought it was really cool that there was a scare actor piece costume that was so big that they couldn't move it out of the house. I had, to, I had to leave it in right. the house during the day and the actor had to put it <laughs> yeah. on whilst in the house. I thought that was so cool. Um, and we yeah, totally like, didn't... Kudos to that. totally yeah. didn't get to see Kudos that. to that scare actor, man. Yeah. But yeah, um, number eight, and it was on my hype list at number five, so it did drop. And again, it wasn't a bad house, like Ash says. You know, when we... Before the event kicked off at TM Preview, we were hearing that people couldn't finish the house and they had to bail out the exit, but it turned out being more a comedic-type house. So, again, it's... What yeah. does it want to be, you know? Um, I think it probably would have been done better as more comedic than more scary in my eyes. Yeah. Points. Okay, Ash... Number seven. All right, number seven uh, was number seven on my hype list too. I think this maybe Tim where we'll where we'll differ. Um, I did a Blumhouse um, at number seven. Now I think it was if it was just a black phone, um, it probably would have been a little bit higher. Um, I was actually very very curious to see how they would deliver that part, the black phone part. But my word, that was probably the most uncomfortable I've been in a house for a long time. Um, yeah, they even the, the you know the grab a dummy on the on the chair, um, just that the kind of hallways, hallways, and oh yeah, it was just it did a real real good job of because it's tough, isn't it? Because the movie was more of a suspense movie, yeah, uh, you know what I mean, and it's really tough to you know translate that into a house. But boy, did they do a great job with that. Freaky was it felt just very very flat for me. Um, even some of like the. Um, the popular kills didn't really go off that well for me, and it's um, you you could kind of treat them as separate houses because you literally had to go outside after freaking and you literally entering another house. It wasn't as if it was a transition; it was literally another house. But yeah, probably yeah. would have been yeah, probably would have been a bit higher if it was just um, the black phone. And just a, just a nod to this one as well for the the um express the express on this was not very good either the switchback line from the express to the regular line was way way too early so even with express sometimes you're waiting about 40 50 minutes a lot of the times wow really i 
So yeah, yeah I, I ran that house about four or five times and I never waited longer than 10 minutes. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just sometimes, and sometimes the regular line got to like 140, 150, just for regular lines as well, but... It was good. I really enjoyed it, but yeah, de definitely, definitely a, um, a house of two halves for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll touch on that in, in a bit on what I, what I think. Um, so, Luke, what do you have at number seven? My number seven yeah. is going to be Bugs, which was, that dropped because I was number one on my hype list right at the beginning of the year. But yeah, like you guys are saying, it was just a very in-between of comedic and scary. They couldn't really choose. It was a lot of fun. Well. And again, to piggyback on what you guys are saying, you couldn't really see all the detail until we went on that onto that tour, which kind of made me appreciate it more. But then once you go through the house, yeah, you can't really appreciate all those details when you're, I don't know, struggling to see all that fog and yeah, strobes yeah, and stuff. But it was, house. <laughs> yeah, it was still a ton of fun. I loved the, uh, just the whole vibe that, that you know, 50s, the commercial, they're selling the exterminator, just very funny and very, very fun house. I loved it, but yeah, not, not there, you know, not, not scary. It, it, it's crazy because it, it's normally memories that like hold houses and special moments by him. I, I remember going through with Drew one night and we'd both had quite a few beers and <laughs> all, all I remember is Drew behind me just screaming, I hate bugs. <laughs> Literally in every single room, it was just, I couldn't, I couldn't look at anything through laughing. It was just, oh my so God. I said, hello <laughs> to the bugs. Hello. <laughs> so Tim, number seven. And number seven. I have Fiesta de Chupacabras. And this was number two on my list, so this dropped a lot. Um, I like the house. I think really the puppets were the ones that like really sold me on this house and being where it is and not higher. Um, but there were a lot of nights where there were a lot of holes. Yeah. So that was kind of rough to get through. The house looked good, though. I loved it. I loved that it was, you know, I loved that everything was in Spanish, like even on the uh -huh. walls. Yeah. Uh, even even the triggers were all in Spanish, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, I just I love I think one of my favorite scare not even a scare but like scene in there is when the uh, the body is dragged under like into that hole by one oh, of the yeah. robbers. Yeah, it's really good. I love that one. That one's good. Um, but I loved I love the big puppets. I thought they were really yep. cool. But you know it was it, it, a fun house. Nothing. Just the ones I have higher are higher for a reason yeah i agree with that so my number seven um don't hate is hellblock now the reason it jumped up a lot is because when we did the unmask and the horror um by the way the tour guide what was her name guys was it molly i think, I think she was so. she was really really good um she told us a ton of facts and um, you know, when she told us that Hellblock was done in, in a total of three weeks, I was just like, wow, because yes, maybe the theme wasn't the greatest, but it was still a decent house, and I did actually get quite a few good scares in that house, um, and the night after the hurricane, which we'll probably talk about with, with, with scares and actors and stuff, if anyone was there, Hellblock just went hard, <laughs> And yeah, I, I had some solid run-throughs that night. I ran that house, I think, twice alone in that one night. Um, and I got some solid scares. So I just felt like I had to do that house justice and put it in number seven. Yeah. 
Right, we're almost in the top half, guys. So, Ash, what do you have at number six? All right, so yeah, six and up, really, I think. Not could have been interchangeable, but I think all the houses were great, but more my preferences. But number six was uh, Fiesta, uh, the Chupacabras. Um, I, I love this house. I, I never really had a bad run through. I always enjoyed it every time. Uh, I, I got scares every time. Um, I think like you guys just touched on culturally, it was great. You know, everything was in Spanish. The triggers was in Spanish. I love the square. I think you mentioned it earlier, Gary. The square in the middle was great. Uh, even even the entryway where you could see over the kind of like village, if you will, and you were greeted by one of the villagers going in. Um, great. Um, the the you know the big puppets were good as well. Similar to the uh, grabber for me, those puppets. Like I know they're a puppet, but when they kind of jump out at you, it kind of made me jump every single time, even though you know it's a puppet. But yeah, um, pretty pretty much in the middle there. Fiesta good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, other houses are a little bit higher for me, just for my preference. But yeah, good house. So Chupacabras, number six. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so Luke, what we got at six? So I had Hellblock at number six. I know, I know. Pretty high up there compared to you guys. It was at number seven for my hype list, so hopped up one. Um, I love this house. I think it was just chaotic and fun every time I went through. I loved all the little Easter eggs, and um, I think I mentioned it on our hype list episode too. Was the the cabin in the woods elevator scene vibe, and I I feel like it really did kind of hit that yeah. with all their cells just being opened that you got to walk by. I loved it, loved it. Nice, yeah. I loved all the um, again on the tour when she told us what all the different languages meant on the walls. Yeah, that was awesome, and then going through it, like just thinking about that, you could really notice it. Seeing the zombies, yeah. the aliens, the vampires, the fiends, it was really cool. And the the mouth brooder drawing on the oh my gosh, yeah. on the workers on the prison cells uh, bed. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So Tim, number six, before we head into the top five, what you got? This this is where I'm gonna get hated on. <laughs> <laughs> I have universal monsters at six. Whoa. Mm, wow. Wow. Went went. Okay, so let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> this should never have been advertised as Universal Monsters House. This should have been advertised as a mummy house. I'm going to say it. I don't care. <laughs> I saw, like, Dracula was in there twice. Maybe three times. What? At the most. Uh, no, what? I'm just telling you what I got on my runs. <laughs> um, I didn't get the triple scare until the final night on Halloween. That was amazing probably the best thing that I've ever gone through. It was the best scare. Like, legit, Dracula is in my face, and then the other two pop out on both my left and right sides. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> best scare. Probably one of the best scares I've probably ever had. Not going to lie. Um, the house, the set is fantastic. It looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like all the monsters in that house were not represented equally. And I know people are going to tell me there is a sequel or, you know, a continuation out in the West Coast, but it shouldn't have to be like that. It still should be represented equally mm -hmm. in my eyes because, you know, some people are not going to get out to California. Um, you know, it's fine if it continues the story, that's cool, or it's a prequel to the story or whatever it may have been. But to me, I just feel like this should have been represented. It, like, it should have been just called The Mummy House. I, am, am, am I wrong? I mean, Mummy was just everywhere. So here's the thing. I our, our friend okay. Corey from the Ears of Steel podcast um, 
she's obviously from Hollywood and she ran both houses on both coasts and she still didn't understand how they were a continuation of each other. Because I'm sure Hollywood would not be part two. But at the end of Orlando's, somebody like one of them died. That makes sense. I yeah. So, so she, she couldn't understand how Hollywood was part two. So we might need to do a little bit more more digging on that one. I will say though, the end is cool though, because yeah. it, you know, kind of gave you the the icon vibes of, you know, who's gonna be yeah. at you know, at the end, who's gonna be the winner, you know. So that was cool. But there were also a lot of runs, well, not I won't say a lot of runs, but there were a few runs where I got nobody at the end. Right. So yeah. I don't know if the times I went through, I just got really bad runs, but that's why this is number six. So I'm very sorry to anybody that, especially you guys, if you guys, I'm sure, obviously have it higher than I do. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Tim. We'll forgive you this time. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. So my number six is... And, and again, this this could have been higher. At, my top six, I really struggle to rank. Yeah. They could have interchanged because I like them all a lot. And this house was probably one of the scariest of the year for me, if you just go on scares alone. And it's Descendants of Destruction. Oh, um, I just I had solid scares every time I went through this house. It was so tight. It was cramped. Um, I loved all of the little Easter eggs that I learned on the Unmasking tour. Um, I just thought this house was really good. I loved going through the subway. It reminded me of um, Dead Exposure. Yeah. And um, I loved the mirror trick that they used to make the subway look twice as big. And I just thought this house was really, really good, to be honest. But yeah. No, I agree. Absolutely agreed, yeah. I know, I know you guys have probably got it, obviously, higher. Um, oh, yeah. And again... Like I say, I really struggle to rank the top six because of all solid houses. So I'm just going to quickly pass it on to Ash for number five. Yep. So number five was my number three hype. It's Halloween um, right in the middle there. Um, again, could have been higher. But the just to, just to kind of give uh, an insight to my runs through there, Halloween was probably the best run I had all season through a particular... I'm not saying it was the best house. But it was the best run I had through a particular house uh, all season. Just bonkers run through, got every single scare perfectly. Um, yeah, it was great. I mean, I mean, what, what else am I expecting? It's Halloween. It's pulled from a movie. I guess we all love, you know. So, I guess if you got it high in your hype list, it's probably going to stay there. If you got it low on your hype list, it's probably going to stay there as well. This, you know, what are we, what are we expecting here? It's a slasher. Um, couple of things, maybe just like Loomis shooting Michael at the end, maybe to kind of tie everything together. Uh, was missing um but yeah halloween right in the middle there great house loved it just i love the movie anyway so yeah halloween awesome luke way out mid table number five i have the weekend this was a ton of fun I, it was number eight for me um at the beginning of the year it's just because i've never really listened to him but it was so much fun i think the queue was awesome i remember just every time you'd be waiting in the queue the whole the entire queue was just singing or along to the song and everyone was dancing having fun it was very good like club party vibe and then just with a lot of creepy visuals and monsters so it was a lot of fun it definitely got me listening to the weekend more too because i've never listened to him but his music is awesome that house was awesome i think they should definitely do more houses in the future 
like with yeah a music and an an artist gosh yeah yeah so you you had a wait in line yeah yeah i sure did (laughs) (laughs) express (laughs) 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 sorry bro i had had it Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Right, Tim, what you got at number five? I had Blumhouse at number five. And Blumhouse was number eight on my hype list. Um, So I'm with Ash on this, the first half. So this is basically two houses in one, right? Right. That's basically what this was. The first is Freaky, and then obviously the Black Phone. Freaky was okay. Um... You know, had a couple of good things here and there. You know, it looked good. But the black phone, I'm so impressed in what they did with this, considering the kind of film it was. Um, it just made you feel uneasy. And there were some good, good scares in that house. I think they missed a golden, golden opportunity in the kitchen scene where Grabber is, you know, fall, falling asleep in the chair. Yeah. Where, you know, maybe certain nights or, you know, they actually just, you know, switch out the dummy for an actual live scare actor. They did, didn't they, on Halloween? Not that yeah, I know. Yeah, I've heard I Halloween yeah. night. Last, last hour from, or last two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Multiple people. Oh, the first really? Scare yeah. After, yeah. I would have oh, dropped. I did not get that. Yeah, I, would, I was <laughs> I freaking out. Yeah, unmasking the horror tour. I was getting a selfie with the grabber. I was certain he was going to move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, another shot back, oh, yeah. hole through the wall. But, yeah, I. But I think considering you know we had questions of this you know after we've except Luke you didn't watch this right? No, I I haven't. But I know the the storyline. Okay. okay, just you know watching this movie and you know having questions on like oh how are you going to turn this into a like a maze or a house and I have to say this was kind of fantastic. And if it was just the black phone and not freaky, this could have actually been higher on my list. Yep. Yeah, I, I was half tempted to text you guys and say it should be rank 11 houses. Because um, I have seen quite a lot of people rank their houses that way by doing 11, by splitting Freaky and Blumhouse. Um, but if it's classes 1, I, I think we should have kept it the way we have. Yeah. But I did have this at number 5 uh, on my final list, and it was number 4. So it's only dropped one place. Um, Freaky had Happy Death Day vibes for me. Um, yep. the the table saw scare was pretty good. It wasn't amazing. Um, but once he got to the Blumhouse section, it just it, it was amazing. Basically, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed all the wanted the, the the missing kid posters on the oh yeah as he entered. They were actually all photos of children, the creative team when they were kids, children. Oh, so um, cool! I know that, but, but which is something we learned on the on the tour. Um, so. They didn't use the kids from the movie. They actually used, they used the kids' names, but all the photos were from Universal Creative, which I thought was such a cool touch. Yeah, it's a great um, touch. And how, what there was a sinister Easter egg, wasn't there? Luke, you remember this because yeah, um, it the, was the line right the way around the room, yeah, wasn't it, where the bed was in the, in the room? Yeah, there was a line that like the girl draws with blood and sinister because it was the same director. Is what they it was yeah so I, I thought I think, that was such a, a cool touch um but the black phone i got wrecked so many times <laughs> in there and you know for being in a tent or or in the location where it was sorry um they managed to get like half a truck 
like half a van. Um, and, and again, we learned on the tour that it was so big they couldn't fit it in the space, so they had to chop it in half. Um, oh, boy. They, they managed to get the same year, same colour and same make van that the grabber actually had, which I thought was like the attention to detail was just second to none. Yep, agreed. So, yeah. So, Ash, number four. All right, number four. Uh, this was number two on my hype list. This is Dead Man's Pier. Um, very, very good house. What a just a beautiful, beautiful house. I think the first, the first time I went through it, uh, it was like this is just phenomenal. I mean, how is this not going to be house of the year? Um, the more, the more times I went through it, it was like, oh, I mean, well, once you get over the um, the kind of aesthetic of it, it was like, yeah, this, this, this is okay. Um, as a maze, the um, the scares, once you kind of had the scares, it was, you know, nothing really uh, after that. I didn't really I didn't really like the bungee scare at the end, um, just because you could see the mechanics all the way down. And if you missed it, it looked a bit silly, them just kind of moving back down on that uh, bungee scare at the end. Um, yeah, phenomenal. It smelled great, looked great. Um, you know, the, the wind and the rain coming as you're going through the violin scene, just really, really good. Um, yeah, could it could have been higher. Um, but yeah, it was just one. Once you got over the kind of aesthetic of it, I just thought it was, it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was an okay house, pretty good. Um, so that's why it's just kind of slotting in, just, just, just below the top three. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And I'm Luke. right there with Ash. Dead Man's Pier, my number four. Loved it, and I completely agree with the whole. Once you get past the aesthetic, it just kind of, kind of goes down. It's a lot slower. It's still. A beautiful house and that bungee yeah. scare at the end that whole room at the end i was very confused on until we went on that tour and we learned that that's you're underwater in that entire scene so that's him like floating in the water and then they have the yeah. music was all muffled and i thought that was just awesome because i never noticed that the first few times i went in until i learned it but beautiful yeah. house awesome house tim yep. are you you haven't had a heart attack have you at those those rungans <laughs> You know, I just, I'm just keeping my mouth <laughs> shut, so, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's okay for them to be okay, wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so what's your number four? My number four is The Weekend. This house was so much fun. Uh, I had this, you know, hyped at seven, so I'm glad to see that it bumped up that many spots for myself. Um, operation, like, ops-wise, first of all, if you had Express, this was the best house to run Express because it literally dropped you almost right into the yeah. front of the house. Wow, that must be so nice. <laughs> oh, Luke, you should have done it with us. <laughs> um, but what Luke said, watching from Express in that line, even though you weren't, you're only in there for you know 10, 15 minutes, if that, but watching everybody that's been waiting and just having a big old party and dancing and singing and having a great time, was so awesome to see. It was just such such an awesome vibe walking into that house. Um, this house, I didn't know what to expect. It was a lot of fun. There's some good scares. Um, that frog lizard huge dude <laughs> yes. toward like the middle of the house um, wrecked me a couple nights. I loved him. Um, the mirror room was just so much fun with the music blaring. Yep. Felt like I was at the Super Bowl performance yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> um just just a lot of fun good scares i really enjoyed this house i'm with luke um you know we always questioned you know the whole you know musical artist and you know what they're going to do and especially if you don't think they're horror but they did they did a fantastic job with the weekend so. yeah 
There I it is. also had this number at number four. four, and I did have it ranked originally on the hype list at number eight. I'll eat my hat. I absolutely loved this house. It was the first house I ran of the season, um, and I don't think I left that house without a grin on my face. And I'm looking at my total house count here, and I ran that house six times, and it was well, so nice. good. Um, yeah. just it was just a party from start to finish. Um, I don't want to say it was the comedic house, but it was definitely a fun house. The scares, I didn't really necessarily get scared apart from the train, which wrecked me every single time. <laughs> I always forgot it was there, um, because the train horn was so loud, and when the actually train came towards you. Um, another scare that got me was near the end on the right hand side it looked like the first two times I ran it it looked like there should have been an actor there and there wasn't um, I can't remember what it, it was near the end of the house was it, it looked the like, camouflaged actor, actor that one did get me but this one looked like it was sort of high up over a wall and uh, it looked like I also thought there should have been an actor there oh that's probably one, what the, the frog guy on yeah the frog guy he's on the left hand side I think this was on the right, I think. It was on the right. Yeah, it was kind of like a sewer. Yes, a... yes. And then oh, yeah, that's usually the, where the frog would come out. That's like the like, third yeah, or the fourth run, because I hadn't seen that scare before. I just ran through that room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they the, the, the nailed it. So, you yeah, know, they did. yeah, hats off Universal, like you pulled the weekend off and the music, and it's even got me listening to the weekend now, and... I went and bought the vinyl and yeah, <laughs> loved it, <laughs> loved it. Right, we are now into the top three. This is where we either disband the podcast because <laughs> we've all <laughs> fell out or we stay friends. So Ash, what you got? All right, number three is Universal Monsters Legends Collide. This was number one pre uh, like a hype list. Um, yeah, it was really good. I think um, what Tim said as well, if it would have been, like we had Brides last year, if it would have been like The Mummy, and then like a tagline with it that might have worked a little bit more because then you're not expecting i guess dracula and wolfman to be in there in abundance i did get the more mummy than i did of any other character um i did get all three finishes at the end i got the three uh the triple scare the dracula bungee in this one was phenomenal if you timed it right the bungee scare with dracula was phenomenal in this one um yeah the sets were fantastic this could have really gone one two up all three to be honest but the other the top two just just you know felt a little bit more to me um during my runs through them but yeah very very good house uh brides was phenomenal last year this was really really solid this year as well so hopefully they continue this kind of like their own unique twist on these universal monsters but yeah i've got monsters in number three awesome awesome so luke what have you got in your top three position I'm right there with Ash with Legends Collide, which is actually a number nine for my hype list. So that oh, wow popped up quite a bit. Um, I really ate my words for that one. That one always got me. The scares were phenomenal. I think I just got a solid run every single time. I always got that triple scare. I always got to see Dracula on that bungee. There was usually always a guy at the end holding a head. At one time, it was funny. We walked through. There was nobody there. But then he walked out under a cash change and we all went crazy and he just walked out like John Cena. It was just <laughs> one of the greatest little, like everyone was just cheering for him. And I think it was always like that every night. So great energy from that cast. And I think they won house of the year, right? They did. They did. From what they I did, heard, yeah. well deserved. Awesome. Loved it. So Timmy, what we got? What we got at number three. Where, where are we at? Number three? Yes, sir. 
Okay, this one could have been higher. I don't know, still debating this, but I'm going to leave it at three. Descendants of Destruction. To me, this was the scary house of the year. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Yes, I, mean, you go, I agree. I, this house was awesome. Like, every night I was getting wrecked uh, in the subways and stations, all kinds of good stuff. Um, did you guys get the hand scare in there? Yes. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yep. There's actually, there's actually, I actually had two different ones. So there's the one from up top, right? But then there was a guy in the subway itself, like when you first enter the first subway, who would just kind of just stand there. Like he knew he was there, but he wouldn't do anything and they just shove his hand right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and it always would get me. I can't believe, and especially after going through, you know, unmasking uh, tour, I cannot believe how they crammed this in a tent house. Yeah, right? It felt like a yeah. soundstage house. It does. Yep. Subway on top of a subway crashed and it's in a tent house. It looked fantastic. Um, so what this was like, um, seeds of, uh, extinction meets, um, what was the, uh, uh, why can I ever remember the flashing light? Dead one? exposure. What's the exposure? Dead exposure. That, it, that's kind of what it like felt to me. Like these two houses just combined, right? I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, but I love this house. It was the scary house of the year for me. So number three, it is. Nice. Awesome. So my number three was Universal Monsters. Um, it did move up a couple of ranks because of the night after the hurricane, um, which was the best night I have ever had at Halloween Horror Nights. Um, we, the, the run-throughs that, we, we did two run-throughs that night, and the actors were just so intense. I turned around one point and Trish was lying on the floor almost crying because oh Dracula would just not leave her alone. <laughs> and because the wait times were so low, they were actually pulsing us through the houses. Um, oh, nice. So there was just four of us alone, nobody in front, nobody behind, and Dracula just would not let Trish get past. And <laughs> it was just, the, the actors were literally coming so close. I got almost every single scare because of the pulsing. And it was just amazing. In, in Universal, you didn't have to go that big with the set design, but you did. And, and I love it because I bet you even most people didn't even look up it inside of this house. And That's it up. just went on forever. Especially when we did the unmasking, the horror tour in the room, the sacrifice room on the table. Um, oh my gosh, The yeah. embalming room. She was telling us to, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was telling us to look up and she was saying like, Nobody will even notice that in the house because the light, the lights don't reach that far, but like it's there. I, mean, yeah. I just thought that was so cool. So yeah, again, it's great. awesome house. Really enjoyed it. But yeah. Ash, number two. All right, pressure now on these last two. Um, <laughs> so number two, this could have been number one, to be honest with you, but this is the weekend after hours. Nightmare. Um, didn't really know too much about the weekend going into the event, but they did such, such a good job uh, with this. The music just slapped the whole way through it. There wasn't really a scene in there where I didn't enjoy. I felt the uh, transitions into each scene just almost happened naturally. Um, yeah, I just absolutely loved it. No real, and honestly, I, there's no real negatives. I never really had a run through where there was no scare acts in a certain place. I always got at least one jump scare every time through um but yeah I, I just loved it and maybe this opens the door now for i can't think of any off the top of my head but maybe more 
I guess, music-inspired mazes just because this one went off so well. Uh, I feel like this probably could have got the house of the year as well. I think that was probably a coin toss. Um, but yeah, just no, nothing really more to say. What hasn't been said already. Just I, I just love this maze. It's great. Awesome. So Luke, here, number two. Number two, I got my Descendants of Destruction. Uh, I'm right there with you guys. It was terrifying. I got scared in this house every single run, and I just loved the storyline of kind of how you can see them grow more and more into cannibals and then into those fluorescent creatures and just so cool and the set design everything about this house i loved it it was tight it was scary it was beautiful storyline was there i want to see a like a sequel or a sequel to this would be awesome actually but number two awesome. nice so we know what your number one is tim so at least give us number two so number two is halloween I love this house, and I know a lot of people out there probably, you know, probably have it lower because they went through that original Halloween house. I did not get to go through the original Halloween house. Um, it was, <laughs> I remember going through the first, going through the house the first night, and I was like, oh, so we're just, we're just starting right in. There's no facade. There's no nothing. I'm like, all right, cool. So I was like, oh man, that kind of stinks. And then you get through, like, you know, Mikey's room, and then you get into that, to the house. Like, you go through that little black corridor with the, with the TV, you know, just saying Halloween and whatever, and then you walk out. Uh, to me, it was jaw-dropping, and I know people have seen that house before, but to actually finally get to see it in person, mind-blowing, absolutely incredible that it was in the soundstage. Um, you know, it was kind of like a tease. Oh, you're not getting a, a facade, but kind of the facade was inside the house, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, you. you know what you, you know what you're getting with Halloween, right? Mike Myers everywhere, you know, and based on the original 78 movie. Yeah. Um, I just, I loved it. It, I like, I don't think I had a bad run in this house. It was so good. Yep. I, uh, I also had it in number two. Um, and, and, it, and again, Universal teased us by starting us going through the, the bedroom. And then going through like the welcome bit with the TV, and then the the way it reminded rem like it was like reminded us of like a previous house was um, when you get to the quarry scene and trick or treat when you know when you uh -huh. say that reveal when you say the reveal of the Maya's house I was like wow yeah yeah <laughs> they've put a whole size house in here <laughs> um, and then you've got Mikey in the top right window and you're just like this is so cool and some of the scares were really good. They did the same scare that they used in the Us House with the multiple Mikeys at the end. I thought that was really cool. Um, I felt really uncomfortable in the closet scene when there was the, the closet on each side and there was a scare actor on each side. I, re I really walked fast through that <laughs> bit. Um, the, distra the distraction scare when you look at Mikey at the top of the stairs, but really the scare actor's at the bottom in front of you. I thought that was a really good technique as well. And uh, the music and the sets was just so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did have that a little bit lower. Um, oh, yes. I had that at number seven originally. Um, oh, yeah, wow. So that, Holy cow. And that purely was based off the last Halloween that they did um, at Horror Nights. So it's it totally redeemed itself. Uh, that was just amazing to get to go through that house. Nice. So, Ash, what have you got for your final number one? All right, number one. This was number four going into the event, but number one for me was Descendants of Destruction. Just phenomenal. Um, they hit everything. They got an assignment, 
of what they wanted to do in house and they just hit a grand slam with it um the facade was fantastic i love going in the subway um and then just kind of going into it you got the turnstiles there you're going deeper and deeper uh, underground on inside new york i love the the kind of meat room where you have to go in like a you know you have to go in kind of like a u-shape around um where they cook in i love like the subway car uh, I love the UV paints and the mirror effect where you kind of looked up and it showed like the, those kind of tunnels and caves going on forever and ever. They had they also had strobes in there with them. I felt costuming was good. The scares were good. It was just, yeah, f- phenomenal. I loved everything about this. Awesome. Absolutely. What, what was your best house of the year? Mine was Halloween. Ooh, Got can't go wrong with a little bit of Mikey. <laughs> and then, yeah, even compared to 24, I, I think they killed it. They threw in some good nods to it, but they also changed it up a bit. They, Like you said, the house in that was just, that was a life-size house. The scares were awesome. That I will say I got one of the best scares I've ever gotten was around the side of that house when, they, when you had to walk through the white tarps and the laundry and whatnot. He got me so good, I thought I almost flew back, but. I mean, kept my cool <laughs> for about half a second. <laughs> awesome. I love that house. I think they had everything. The actors were always killing it. And you can never, never go wrong with Michael Myers. That's just Definitely. an opinion, of course. So, Tim, me and you have the same number one. And I want to know why Whoa. Dead Man's Pier was the best house of the year. Nah. Okay, so that, yeah. <laughs> it's not the scariest house of the year. It didn't have the greatest scares in there. But this house is the most beautiful house I have ever walked through. Hands down, those set pieces were amazing. Like from when you walk in, you know, kind of like it's like a little dock sea village area with that, you know, the statue of the girl with the with the violin, you know, and it's snowing, there's snow on the ground. Oh, it just it's just so mind blowing. Also, going through it on the on the unmasking of the tour was really amazing too, just to see everything. Um, it's unfortunate that there were some things that got cut out. <laughs> um, the, the so the little the small boat scene where it's actually like in a boathouse was supposed to be filled with water. Oh yeah, every night, but I guess it flooded the first night or something, oh. or on employee preview. So that got cut after that, which is unfortunate because that would have been like even just a better I effect. I think it flooded into like, um, Chupacabras, in I think. I think it flooded the, the opposite, you know, the maze next door, I believe. Uh, it did. I believe yeah. so. Because yes. had the, um, the tour guide was telling us they had to hire huge industrial fans to try and dry the houses out. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah. the, 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 they couldn't, they, re- they the, could repair the pool, but the boat had rotted too much to safely have a correct. scare up that's it. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted him on it. That would have been amazing. But I mean, the scene of all scenes in that house is when you finally get to walk out into where the big boat is and you see, you know, the girl with the violin, you know, up on the, on the bow there. And you're just like, it's just jaw dropping, like what they did designing sets in this house. Obviously I have a, a love of seafare. And stuff like that, you know, especially being a huge Fog fan. Um, I love this house. And uh, don't get me wrong, there were good scares. It's not the scariest, but I just loved it. And, you know, and then to have the nods of, you know, like you had the uh, underwater people with their, you know, their their light up helmets, yeah. you know, the divers, you know, 
uh, characters that were out in the street uh, for Dead Man's Wharf. So I just, I think, I think they nailed this one coming from a scare zone to a house, like just knocked it out of the park. So yep. obviously, you know, I'm a little biased I, and I'm sure you all knew that beforehand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is why this was my number one house. I just, I love it. I'm in love with this house. Yeah, yep. I, I can't really add in any more than that. Um, other, other than just how beautiful it was, and to to get to see it with the lights on during the daytime tour was just it was amazing. I took so many photos, which I'm going to start uploading on um, the RIP to our Instagram. Um, and there was so many little Easter eggs. Um, there was an Easter egg to my favorite house, Stranger Things. And um, Will Buyer's jacket was in the bar scene in one of the first rooms, which I thought was so cool. Okay, yep. um, there was some Jaws references in there as well. And uh, was it? This was the one where James Westthorne was in, wasn't it, Tim? There was a picture in the bar. Yes, James oh, Westthorne. Cool. Yes, there was. Um, so that was that was pretty cool as well. Um, but yeah, I'm the same as Tim. Dead Man's uh, Pia was just gorgeous. Can't yeah, say anything no, else. No complaints there. It was a very beautiful, beautiful house. Yeah. Well, that's it. Loved it. Loved it. That's it. Yeah. We, we've officially talked about all ten houses, all five zones. Um, ghoulish. It was okay. It wasn't amazing. It's never going to be Marathon of Mayhem Volume 1. It was sad that it did get damaged, the lagoon, during the hurricane. Um, so they yeah. couldn't um, get it repaired in time to show Ghoulish again. So I feel like a lot of people missed oh, out. So sad. Nightmare fuel, not my cup of tea. <laughs> so I didn't want to dedicate a, a portion of my time waiting in line um, to go see that. Um, but we're going to do a separate episode because we already have another announcement for next year already, um, which is Chucky. So we're going to we're going to discuss that in another episode, and um, we're going to bowl on all the food and drink offerings as well that we tried onto the next episode because there was some Chucky themed food, um, which may have not been so great. So we're going to talk that in <laughs> the next episode. Um, so I think we're just going to wrap this one up here because we're already over an hour and we don't like to make mega long shows. Um, so Tim, where can people find us? They can find us at RIP Tour Podcast at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we have a Discord. Did I miss anything? Nope. Is that, that it? That's it. Every, all the links are in the, in, in right, the show cool. description. Definitely come join our Discord. It is full of chat every day with almost over 100 people in there talking all things horror and movies, music, absolutely. It's just a place to hang out. It's just a cool, safe place to hang out. Um, we also have some more horror coming up. We are going to a, a media night for Sir Henry's Christmas Haunted Trail. Um, so we'll have some videos, some photos for that. We also have a podcast to record. So we are very excited for that. And Wait, we have a podcast? Sorry? I said, wait, we have a what? podcast? I think so. Oh, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add, guys, before we wrap? It's been that while since we've done one of these. I can't remember how to wrap the show up. I know. Do we just end it? I don't I know. know. Crazy. Do we just say it? Fine. That's it. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> fine. Hang up. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but no, I no, have you fun, guys. Up. Um, sorry <laughs> that we've been away for so long, but life has been hectic. I was in yeah. Florida for like three weeks during Horror Nights, um, so I didn't have time to record or edit or anything like that, and Tim, Luke, and Ash have all been busy. Um, but now we're back. It's it's off-season. After Christmas, we're going to be uh, 
We're going to be getting back on the history episodes. We're going to try and get some guests on. We'll do some of that cool stuff. And then pretty soon, it'll, I mean, it's already announcement season because we have an announcement. It's, it's yeah. really crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's crazy that we got that announcement on the last night on Halloween this unreal. year. Um, it put a huge smile on my face. Yeah. I really enjoyed the, the Chucky TV show, but I'll, I'll talk about that more once, uh, we do this next sure. episode. So thanks for listening guys. Come follow us on all our social medias and we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.